RadioInfluence.com. The future is now. This is the Valor Hour on Radio Influence. Your weekly glimpse inside all things Valor Fights and a look at what's going on in the rest of the MMA community. Now, here's your host, Tim Loy. Welcome to the Valor Hour. I'm your host, Tim Loy. I'm joined by Mark Laws this week as my special co-host. We've got a big show. We're going to be talking a little bit about the UFC on ESPN 11, uh, Gustafsson versus Smith. And we're also going to talk to a couple guests that are on the Valor 60 card next week. We're going to talk to Greg Hopkins ahead of his fight with Nick Jewell. And then we're also going to talk with uh, Caleb Austin ahead of his uh, 135 title fight with Amun Cosme. Mark, how's it going, my man? Doing fantastic. Awesome, awesome. It's uh, we've got you in studio tonight. We're we're out doing some uh, some promotions and whatnot down here, and uh, so of course we don't have to play phone tag. We're all here in one place. Uh, before we get to these interviews, man, uh, we've got a UFC uh, this weekend. It's in Sweden. It's uh, Stockholm UFC Fight Night Stockholm. Um, the main event is Alexander Gustafsson taking on Anthony Smith. Pretty good main event. Uh, not too stacked below that though. Of course, the co-main event uh, Vulcan O's Demir and Alir Latifi. Uh, any of this stuff uh, strike your fancy at all, Mark? Uh, the Latifi Volcan fight's pretty good. Um, Latifi show, proved to be really tough. He followed Ovince from KMA and uh, got him out of there. It's uh, He's a tough, tough guy. Uh, very short, stocky, and just looks like he's built for the cause. So I look forward to that fight. Uh, the main event is interesting. Anthony Smith, he's going to have to get some offense going. Uh, he fought uh, John Jones. He had hurt. Yeah. He had no answer for me. There was no offense at all. So he's going to have to bring it against Gus. So Gus is going to sleep in. Kind of a two-fight card, really, looking uh, below that. You know, those are two big 205 fights. So the winners of those fights, you know, it is a big fight for them. But beyond that, you know, we got Jimmy Manawa. So the top three fights are actually uh, 205 fights. We've got uh, Chris Fishgold on the card, uh, Chris Tosiagos, a few of the, the names that you may know. But uh, very, very European uh, look to this card. Tanya Evinger, uh, Stevie Ray, you know, there's, there's really, uh, you know, it's kind of one of those middling cards. Is there anything else on this one, Mark, that – is uh that you know must see is there any prospects on here that jump out to you that we we need to tune in to see oh i'm sure there's prospects um i'm gonna need a translator for most of these names um i've not heard of most of these people but you know the records speak for themselves i feel like um how big are Swedish people, man? How how's the th- top three fights? Two hundred five. Yeah, right. I know we got like three light heavyweight fights at the top, and uh, you know Jimmy Manawaz has got a little bit of name value, but he's also kind of on his uh, decline. I think they've got him in there with a guy that is uh, one of the prospects that they're really behind. This Alexander Rockic. Uh, I know there is a protege uh, Mirko Krokog, uh on the card as well. Let's see, that one is uh, Darko Stosic. A uh, protege of Mirko Krokop. He's thirteen and one, uh, fighting Devin Clark. They they put Devin Clark on those uh, cards outside the country a lot. It seems like. Hmm, wonder why that is. I don't know. It, it makes me think. Uh, makes me think that they're trying to feed him almost. You know, to the top prospects in these countries. But uh, yeah, we'll see if he's able to keep his job or not. Uh, we'll uh, we'll do a little recap of this next week. If anything, uh, you know, jumps out at us, it's something that we really need to recap anyway. And uh, you know, with that, I'm, I'm going to wrap this part up, man. Is there anything else else to say about uh, UFC Stockholm? 
on your end. No, sir. That's about it. Uh, I'm poor. I'm taking Gustafson though. It's uh, I gotta agree. I go Gustafson there. Uh, not a whole lot more to say about it. Sorry, folks, but uh, yeah, this one doesn't do it. It doesn't really do it for me. Uh, but with that, let's move on to our interviews, man. We've got a couple of interviews. We're going to talk to Greg Hopkins. We're going to talk to Caleb Boston. Let's get Greg on the phone first. All right, up first on the line, we have got Greg Hopkins. This is a man that we hear every week here on the Valor Hour. Of course, next week he'll be making his professional MMA debut. It all goes down at Valor 60, and that is uh, next Friday night, June the 7th at the Cotton Eye Joe. Greg, how's it going, my man? I was doing good. I kind of lost my voice this weekend, so uh, forgive me a little bit. You, you delicate flower, you. Uh, yeah. You know, of course, uh, we, we talk to you every week. Pretty much our listeners are familiar with you. You're one of my hosts most of the time. But tonight we're going to do a little role reversal, if you will. And uh, we're going to talk to you about your pro debut. It's coming up next week. Uh, before we get into all of that, um, you know, a, a lot of our a lot of our listeners know you as, you know, uh, the commentary guy and the guy that does the picks and whatnot. But, uh, you know, it's been a minute since we talked to you about one of your fights. Uh, it's been coming up on a year, I would say. Uh, what have you been up to over the last year? You know, we haven't seen you fight uh, since you fought down in Alabama um, at, in the summer of last year. We're, we're coming up on a year. Uh, you know, what's what's been holding you back and uh, from, from getting back in there and uh, getting this pro debut going? Oh, man. Uh, well, my last fight was with Trevor Peak, and uh, I, I hate to say it, but I didn't really train as much as I should have for that fight and whatnot, and I was, you know, well underprepared, and uh, the uh, results showed from it, and Trevor got the win that night, and uh, also, uh, broke both hands in that fight, so it really set me back a whole, you know, a whole lot of time. And then, you know, just the just the, the recovery time. It's all, I mean, like you know, I, I just I've never broken my hands before. And after after they both broke in one fight, it was like hell. I couldn't work. Couldn't do a lot of stuff. I, I mean, I made it. I did it not because I wanted to, but I had to. You know, and I just. I just really wanted to take the uh, opportunity to let my hands really heal 100%, and I didn't want to take a chance of going and busting a bag out and hitting a hard spot anywhere and just really screwing it up again. And uh, that's really the only thing that's really held me back. But, I mean, uh, I have got to crisp up a little bit. I've got to learn, uh, touch up uh, on my ground game a little bit. Uh, learned, I've learned a little bit. Uh, I'm not going to say a lot of it. I'm going to say a little bit because I've been, you know, training here and there and everywhere all around with uh, Jack Krav and, and I've been to Blaylocks. I've been to Killer Bees. Uh, I've been to a lot of different places, a lot of small gyms. Uh, North Georgia High Stand. I've been uh, I've been all around. I'm like a little community horror of MMA around these areas. So I'm trying to. Uh, I'm just trying to, you know, grow myself around here and uh, trying to be that nice guy that just uh, everybody likes, really. And when you move around, when you move around so much like that, you don't have to pay, right? <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> but then there becomes the guilt factor to where I, I feel bad. So then it gets to, it gets to where I'm doing free wrestling lessons for these guys' children and all their children, and it ends up uh, I'm, I end up getting a short end of the deal most of the time. But uh, either way, it makes me happy, and that's what it's all about. It's not about the money, really. It's not. It's it, you know I enjoy it to see you know, people excel in something that they they're good in. You know. 
Absolutely. Well, uh, you know, you've also been picking up some mic skills uh, in your time off from the from the great Vince Ferrara. So, uh, you know, our, our listeners out there can can hear you calling the fights on Flow Combat, of course, uh, every month. And uh, except for this time, you're going to be uh, replaced on the mic for this show by big, sexy Billy Swanson on commentary. So, uh, you know, you'll you'll be uh, trading out the, the the tie for the gloves in this one. Uh, let's talk a little bit about this matchup. You've got Nick Jewell standing across from you. He's a pretty decorated uh, tie fighter. Uh, hasn't had as much success in MMA. Uh, I think it's one of those uh, those fights where, you know, from the outside looking in, you know, if you want to take it to the ground with your wrestling background, that's certainly something that you'll have an advantage in. But, if you you know, if you look back at your fights, a lot of the time, you know, you'll stand and bang. You'll crack with guys. Uh, and if we get a stand-up fight, I think that we could have a pretty entertaining one. Uh, thoughts on Nick Jewell and uh, what we can expect uh, going into this pro debut? I think that Nick Jewell is a really high intense fighter. He uh, he comes with attitude. I'm not going to speak, you know, any kind of negative about Nick. I mean, I'll talk shit, but I'm not going to say he's not a good fighter, you know, because I know every time he, from the moment his music starts, he comes to the ring and he's game and he's thug and he's ready to go. And he's got an attitude. He's cocky as hell. And he'll let you know real quick with that damn head kick. I've seen it multiple times in person. And uh, if people don't respect his record, they need to respect his game because I know the guy's coming to knock me out. He's not stepping in the ring to lose. So, you know, best understand that I am training. Like, it's not something I'm taking lightly. It's, he is a professional fighter. And I'm a professional fighter. I'm not, I'm not coming to lose. He's not coming to lose. And, uh, yeah, to implement what would be obviously the best part for me is the, is the ground game to try to take Nick down. But, uh, I've, I've, I've come to find that, you know, when you're fighting professional fighters, it's hard to get in on their legs because they're, uh, you lower your level, they can kick, you know, and they, and they, and they kick, they kick fast. They kick hard too. Uh, Sidney Wheeler has uh, smacked me a few times. David Robbins has lit me up a few times. Uh, uh, Logan, <laughs> Logan Neal, Joseph, all of them guys, like, just, you know, this our guys right here in Chattanooga. I've been kicked, you know, Corey Bolden has uh, been working with me on my stand-up a little bit. Uh, surprisingly, you know, me and him were supposed to fight five years ago or something like that, and uh, I had to I had to fall out two days before weigh-ins or whatnot, but um, there's a kidney malfunctions because I was stupid in the, on the cut. But uh, Nick Jewell, man, he's a, uh, he's a game fighter, and he straight up let me know the other day that uh, if I didn't come uh, ready, you know, then I was going to lose, you know, I better be, you know, cause he wasn't going to stop. And I'm, I'm just wondering what his guys think has to offer. And, uh, uh, you know, I don't, I, I mean, I see him making it, you know, I don't, I, I'm not going to say it's going to come to a stop. I'm not saying I'm going to finish him. I mean, it may go all three rounds with this guy. I just hope he's ready for that. Cause that's what I'm getting ready for. Uh, but if I had to give you guys a prediction, I'm going to go ahead and say either second round, either probably the same Say submission, second round submission or second round TKO, ground and pound. All right. Greg, what kind of changes have you made to uh, to make this big pro debut? Is there anything you changed in the diet or, or besides being a gym whore, of course? Well, uh, I have this game. I'm actually looking at it right now. I've got Conor McGregor on the front of it. It's UFC 3. <laughs> I've been playing this shit out of that game, man. So I've been learning all kinds of stuff. And not only has it been brushing me up on my fight game, but I've been listening to, the, like, you know, the uh, the color commentary on there with Joe Rogan. And I'm just like, you know, it's clipping me. So, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to do what I can do. You know, I want to get I want to get known. You know yep. what I'm saying? That's, that's, Nate, and that's, that's, <laughs> that's the way to go. <laughs> Nate Diaz swears about the same thing, bro. You say what? Nate Diaz swears by the same thing. 
I can't hear you. I said Nate Diaz swears by the same thing. Oh, does he? You've got the same training regimen. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I've been doing, man. I got it. Uh, I got it for Christmas. I've been busting it out, man. Got me an Xbox. Got me. Got me a TV. Got me a little surround sound. I don't know. I feel rich over here. I ain't never had shit like this. But I've been working hard the last year. You know, I've been taking time off from the, you know, and whatnot from the fight, and then been a little gym whore going around everywhere. I've had a chances to work and make some money, so I've got this stuff, and uh, now I feel rich. You know, ain't been selling yet, so. Uh, no, talk yeah, a little, talk a little bit about uh, you know the motivation here. After being out for nearly a year, you you've uh, kind of settled into a role as one of the color commentary guys each month. Is it hard to get yourself motivated to get back in there uh, and get ready for a fight, or is it easier because you see these guys fighting every month and it kind of gives you that that motivation, that itch? Man, that is such a broad question to ask because you just got you just kind of labeled as uh, labeled me as settling in as a color commentary guy, right? And it just every time a fight is about to start, um, I mean, I mean, the walk comes out. I'm like, you know, this, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm about to fight. I mean, I get the same nerves, you know. I'm just like, oh, it's about to happen, dude. Because, I mean, where do you go? Where do you go to see fights? You can't do it nowhere, anywhere, unless somebody's going to jail and you get to see this shit. So, I mean, like, why not sit there? And I, I'm cage side. I get to watch it. And now I'm in there and I get to do it. And I don't get to go to jail. It's going to be so much fun. I can't, I, I mean, I can't find another way around it. Uh, but the thing that's been really motivating me is the fact that I'm seeing <clears throat> all these guys that I've been fighting, you know, they're, they're, they're still fighting and they're, they're still in the circuit and they're still going. And, uh, I've just let so much time pass by and I've learned so much throughout the years. And, uh, I should have went pro a long time ago. I should have implemented everything a lot sooner in my life and not wasted the years and the time. But, uh, being cage side and getting to see these fights straight up right in front of me, God, it just, it, it really kills me, you know. And then I see people like Nick Gerge get injured, you know, and it's, you know, and whatnot. Like that just, I, I, that's where I'm, you know, I'm coming back from that right now, you know. I mean, it, it's, you know, it's still, you know, time, time's still going to tell. My hands 100%, I believe they are. So, I mean, you know, we're, we're going to get to see what we got here on the Friday night. I'm just, God, it can't come soon enough. We got grabbed about seven days. I'm, I'm ready for it to happen tomorrow. Absolutely, us as well, man. Uh, before before we uh, we get off of here, I want to let you have a chance to uh, to to say your piece to Nick Jewel. Uh, you know, cut a promo here for us. Let us know uh, what we can expect next week if you're talking to Ray. If you had something to say directly to Nick, and then uh, and after that, uh, let everybody know uh, where they can uh, follow you on social media and any kind of sponsor shout outs you want to give. You know the drill. Uh, okay. Uh, well, straight up, Nick Jewel. Um, we talked about tough last time we was in the ring together. And, uh, I mean, nothing was ever said back again. And you got, you know, face to face with me, you know, eye to eye. And we talked about how tough your breath was and you didn't have nothing to say about that, man. I really, I thought everything was cool between us. I sent you a friend request on Facebook. You didn't respond. I'm kind of pissed about that. So whenever you do get back and I do see you in Knoxville, you're going to explain that to me at the weigh-ins or we're going to just, you know, I'm going to come with some emotion in the fight. So we talked about tough. Let's just see how tough you are, big dog. Good luck. All right. And then as far as my sponsors go, I'm gonna, I got to give a special shout out to Paul Bain Tree Service, JHF Alt Maintenance, Spears and Hopkins, Paven, uh, Pro Seal. I've got, uh, the, the best home builders and, uh, I got Miss Honeybees and East Ridge making my shorts up right now, man. This is, uh, they're going to be cool. I'm excited. I've never had shorts made before. So, uh, then you can catch me on Facebook, uh, Greg Hopkins, uh, I don't, I mean, I'm getting tired of all these little dudes pretending like they're 
women trying to act like, you know, so don't be that guy, be a real person, you know. Uh, but, and then it's Instagram, Big Daddy Hop, and you can hit me up on Snapchat, I'll be there too, uh, Big Daddy Hop. But, uh, yeah, y'all hit me up, man, uh, come see these fights. I'm gonna see some serious violence come out of one of us, and I promise it's me. Once again, this has been Greg Hopkins getting ready to make his pro debut. It's going down in about a week at Valor 60. June the 7th at Cotton Eye Joe. If you can't be there live, you can catch it on Flow Combat, but there's nothing like being there live at the Joe, I promise you. Thanks so much, Greg. We will holler at you next week. Picks panel. All right, man. We'll see you then. All right, up next on the line, we have got Caleb Austin joining us. He's going to be going for the vacant Valor Amateur Bantamweight Championship in about a week at Valor Fighting Challenge number 60. It goes down June the 7th at the Cotton Eye Joe in Knoxville. Caleb, how's it going tonight, my man? Uh, Pretty good, pretty good. How about yourself, Kim? Doing well, doing well. I appreciate you taking a few minutes out of your evening uh, of training to talk to us ahead of this big title fight. Uh, before we get into that fight, I would like to uh, let our listeners get familiar with you. Uh, for those that don't know you yet, uh, a little bit of your background, how you got into MMA, uh, any sort of athletic background like wrestling or what have you, uh, just kind of what's gotten you to this point? Um, well, my, my background is mainly wrestling, but I got into I got involved in MMA because I used to get in fights a lot and get in trouble for doing it. So, you know, I figured, why not do it legally? Oh, absolutely. For sure. So, you know, you train over there in Clarksville with uh, Team Wildside, uh, formerly known as SSF there with Mike Merriman and the crew. Uh, talk a little bit about that. What uh, what, what what got you together with those guys? Why did you uh, choose that gym? And uh, talk a little bit about, uh, you know, what they've done to get you ready for this fight and some of the people you've been training with. Uh, well, about a year ago, I, I jumped in a fight and, about about a year ago, I really got into it. My buddy Keegan Agnew, he was a good wrestling friend of mine. He he fight he fights. He's pro uh, pro right now. And I asked him, you know, what Jimmy was at, and he told me. And I went down there one weekend, and I I ended up liking it. It was, it was pretty cool, and been been on the road ever since with them. But I've been training with the with a couple of uh, top hitters in the gym: uh, Edward Massey, Nate Landwehr, Keegan. You know, just about all the pros that we got in there, they've they really helped uh, spend, spend their, their nights because I work days. I, I pour concrete from them there 4 a.m. to 7, 8 p.m. and they'll come in late with me. So it's, it's been a blessing. Absolutely. Those are some killers for sure. Of course, we're familiar with uh, Ed Massey, Nathan Train. I mean, those guys are, are top-level pros, so I know they're getting you ready and run, uh, running you through the ringer, uh, getting ready for this fight. Um, you know, let's talk a little bit about this. You know, you're taking on uh, Amun Cosme. Both of you guys are undefeated, uh, two of the top guys in the Southeast. So, you know, we want to put a title on the line. We want two of the best guys going for it. So, uh, you know, we were impressed with what we'd seen from you so far on some of the Warriors Den shows. Uh, you've been getting some quick finishes. Uh, Amun's guy that uh, he, he's fought for us a couple times already, so it's a five and zero going against your four. You're four and zero, right? Um, I would be technically like three and zero, something like that. I got a no contest on my last fight because uh, I accidentally shot to the back of the head. They didn't DQ me, but the kid couldn't finish the fight, so that oh, technically okay. so wasn't like, put on the uh, record. So three and zero with one no contest. That's still undefeated in my book. And uh, you yeah. know, so you know, talk a little bit about this fight. You know, this is a this is a good step up for both of you guys. I think in competition. Oh yeah, I'm excited. I think it's definitely a platform that I need to be seeing uh, at this time. Uh, it's definitely going to be one of my biggest and better tests in my career to you know get my ball rolling here. Hopefully, I know my promoter is talking about 
uh, after this fight. You know, as long as we take this and put it in the bag, about two or three or more, we're going to look towards going pro because, you know, fighting Amy, fighting amateur, amateur I've, I've made weight for about five or six times just for people to back out on me in the last minute. So, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of getting old. That's why I said I'm ready to, I'm ready to see what's out there. Yeah, and when you get up to this level, fighting guys like this, you know, these are pro-level opponents. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure, yeah. I'm, I'm excited to fight him. I have much respect for him. I've watched him. I've watched a little bit of his fights, and I'm uh, I'm definitely ready to stand and fight with him. I just hope it, I hope he's ready to stand and bang. Absolutely, man. I've heard you're an all-action fighter from all reports. You know, you like to get after it. You're super aggressive. Uh, is there anything in his game that uh, concerns you at all? No, not really. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for blood. That's about it. I love it, man. I love it. Well, uh, you know, I'm certainly looking forward to having you out here next week. I want to let you have a chance to uh, give some shout outs where they're due. Any training partners or sponsor love you want to give? Uh, yeah, definitely. I, I'd, I'd like to shout out my wife, of course, you know, for being the backbone to me and my family. If it wasn't for her, nothing would be possible. Uh, my main training partners, you know, the ones that's been in there, Hilton Mitts, Hawaii, Peyton, you guys, Mike, thank you very much. My mom, my promoter, my um one of my sponsors is actually my only current sponsor, my boss, Christopher Robinson, Flatline Concrete. He'll be there. He'll be there next weekend to support. And, uh, I mean, I got a, I got a tight circle. Everybody, everybody that knows, I'm, I'm very appreciative of what they've done and how they've helped me get this far so far. And before we let you go, man, where can our fans uh, follow you on social media? Uh, Caleb Austin on Facebook, CJ Austin133 on Instagram, and Caleb120 Austin on Snapchat. There you have it, folks. This has been Caleb Austin. He'll be challenging for the vacant Valor Bantamweight Championship in about a week at Valor 60. Make sure you check it out. If you can't be there live, you can watch it on Flow Combat. Thanks so much for the time, Caleb. Best of luck next week. Yes, sir. Nine days. Nine days, baby. Nine days. That is going to do it for this episode of the Valor Hour. I appreciate you, Mark Law, sitting in with me tonight. I appreciate our guest as well, uh, Greg Hopkins, Caleb Austin. Thanks so much to those guys. And uh, we will check back in with you all next week. It's a picks panel episode for Valor 60. So you know that's going to be a marathon. Strap in next week. We gave you a quick one this week, but next week's going to be much longer. Uh, once again, for Mark Laws, I'm your host, Tim Loy. Valor Hour, we are out. This is an MMA report with Jason Floyd and Daniel Galvan. Quick fix on Radio Influence. Coming up on this week's edition of the MMA Report podcast, I am going to have interviews with Calvin Cater, who's going to preview his fight next week at UFC 238. Jesse Finney, the CEO of Shamrock FC, as he's going to talk all things Shamrock. Bobby Lee comes on to preview his fight on Friday at LFA 66. And amateur fighter Parker Wadman comes on to preview his fight next week at Valor Fighting Challenge 60. Plus, the UFC released a trio of fighters in Elias Theodoro, Justin Willis, and Brian Carraway. We look at that. A draft. Me and Drayson draft our own rival UFC promotion. Let's see who had the better roster. A PFL recap. UFC Stockholm preview. And we talk about how Yal Romero is my new best friend. All that and much more coming up on this week's edition of the MMA Report Podcast, which you can find on Radio Influence, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and TuneIn Radio.
Impact. The MMA Report with Jason Floyd and Daniel Galvan can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.